0: Please join me in the prayer for, for elimination found in your bulletin. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and the word proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you us today. Amen. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. down and untied the thong of his sandals I have baptized you with water but he will baptize you with Holy Spirit in those days Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan and just as he was coming up out of the water he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him and a voice came from heaven you are my son the beloved with you I am I am well pleased. The word the, the word of God for the people of God. Be to
1: God. I'd like to have a moment with the children. If you are here in the sanctuary and you want to come join me up here, I'd love to see you. And if you're worshiping from home, just get a little closer to your screens and we'll have a few minutes together. Good to see you this morning. What do you think it's gonna snow? You think? I saw, I saw snow clouds on the way. You saw snow clouds on the way? Oh, yay. I do like some snow. Okay,
0: why? What? why is there a fountain?
1: We'll find out, yeah. That's a good question. Why is there a fountain? Because today we're talking about baptism baptism has water so we wanted to hear and to see the water during the whole service today well, I'm so glad to see you this morning today we are talking about baptism and we just heard the story about when Jesus was baptized and when Jesus was baptized there was a voice from heaven that said you are my beloved Now, beloved is a word we might not use very much But what it means is you are loved, and we want you to know as you grow up in this church that you are loved no matter what. God loves you and your church family loves you. Sometimes things make us feel bad about ourselves like maybe we got in trouble for doing something we shouldn't have or maybe we look over at a friend who's drawing a picture and we think oh i can't draw as well as that person you know sometimes we just feel bad about ourselves if that happens i want you to do this for me i want you to put your right hand on your heart and just say i am beloved i am beloved sometimes we grown-ups need to do that too we get to thinking we're not good enough we're not thin enough we're not successful enough so i want to invite you when those voices start saying that to put your hand over your heart and say i am beloved sometimes also there are people maybe people in our class or people in our families or somebody who hurts our feelings or who isn't acting right or somebody that we're mad at it's also important to remember They're beloved too, that God loves them too. So, next time you find yourself sort of angry or frustrated with somebody, maybe a baby sister or somebody, put your left hand like this and say, You are beloved. You are beloved. You are beloved. So, I am beloved, and you are beloved. And because of God's love, we are connected. Let's pray. God, we learn in this church that you love everyone unconditionally. That means us. You love us, and you love everybody. Even when it's hard to get along sometimes, when it's hard to love each other, thank you for this church family where we can come and be reminded that your love is big enough to hold everybody. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, beloveds, three-, four-, and five-year-olds can go to Children's Church. And if you're older than that, you can go back and sit with parents or friends. Thanks for listening. Did I turn my mic? There we are. For the past few weeks, we have been hearing stories about Jesus' birth. And Jesus' childhood. The season of Advent led us into the stories of Jesus' birth. We heard Mary's song as she was waiting to give birth to Jesus. Then we heard the story on Christmas Eve of the shepherds coming to visit the manger. And last Sunday we followed the Magi to that home in Bethlehem where Jesus was a child. But this morning we open the Gospel of Mark. Mark is going to be our go-to gospel for most of 2024. There will be some Sundays, like next Sunday, when we dip into John or some other gospels. But for the most part, Mark is leading us through this year. So as I said last week, I would encourage you to read the gospel of Mark again and again throughout this year. When the curtains open on the gospel of Mark, Jesus is fully an adult. And we see him standing in line with a bunch of other people waiting to be baptized. Now some will ask, why did Jesus need to be baptized? If we understand him to be the Son of God, to be the one who was without sin, why would he submit to a baptism of John the Baptist? John was preaching a baptism of of repentance from sin, a baptism of forgiveness. So why would Jesus choose to take part in that? Well, that is a huge question about which many sermons have been preached and dissertations have been written. But one of the reasons I believe Jesus did that was as a sign that he's one of us. He's throwing in his lot with humankind. I mean, it would have been a different story if Jesus had shown up on the banks of the river and said, excuse me. I'm the Messiah, excuse me, John, you can move on, everybody start listening to me. Or if he cut in line to say, y'all need to get behind me because I am the Son of God. But he didn't do that. He lived into those words of, of Paul from the book of Philippians. He didn't use his status as the Son of God to exploit others. Instead, he emptied himself, becoming one of them and one of us. So we see in the moment of his baptism, all humankind, our collectiveness, lived out in Jesus. Now, he did get a special moment, though. Yes, he was one in the crowd, but when he came up out of those waters of baptism, the heavens were torn open and a dove, the Holy Spirit like a dove, descended upon him. Now, the different gospels give different accounts of what this was like and who said what to whom, but in Mark's gospel, it is a voice speaking to Jesus. It is as if the voice of God is whispering in Jesus' ear, You are my son, the beloved, and I take such delight in you. Now, remember, this is before Jesus has even said a word in Mark's gospel. He hasn't healed anyone who was sick. He hasn't cast out any demons. He hasn't preached his first sermon. He hasn't done anything. He just is who he is. And the voice of God proclaims love for Jesus and delight in who he is. And it's a unique message for him. And yet, what we see in Jesus' baptism Is true about baptism for all of us that in the waters of baptism God is saying to you and to me by name in our uniqueness I see you I love you I take delight in you not because of what you've done or what you haven't done not because you have earned favor in my sight, but just because that's who I am and that's who you are and ours is a relationship of love. That's one of the reasons that in the United Methodist Church we baptize infants because they haven't done anything yet. (laughs) And yet we as a church do this sacrament to name and recognize what is already true that that child is a beloved child of God, created in the image of God, and there's nothing that child can do ever to lose that love or to be let go by God or to forever lose the image of God within them. So today we celebrate the sacrament of baptism and what it means for us And I think I say it every year, but we cannot say it enough. We need to say it every day and every Sunday. That what we receive in the sacrament of baptism is the message and the truth that we are beloved by God. That you are a beloved child of God, and you are a beloved child of God, and you are a beloved child of God, and you are a beloved child of God. You always have been, and you always will be. And I think so much of the the suffering and pain and violence in our world is a result of the brokenness in us that somehow cannot receive or has not received that message. I think the most arrogant bullies around us are those who are hiding a deep sense of insecurity and unworthiness. I think wars are fought by people who don't feel loved. And so let this be a place where you hear that again and again and again, and you never have to doubt that you are loved by God. And so is everyone else. God loves you uniquely for who you are, and God loves each human being uniquely because of who they are. Every person ever born on the earth was created in the image of God. And that means that the, the man sitting in solitary confinement at Riverbend Prison right now because he started a fight yesterday is my brother, And the woman who hasn't woken up yet because she took too many drugs last night and is lying on the floor is my sister. And the child who goes to school hungry tomorrow and goes home hungry tomorrow is my child. And the legislators who want to cut off the funding for those schools so that those children will have more food are my brothers and sisters and siblings. The truth is, in the waters of baptism, we are reminded that we're all in this together, that we are all one family, we are all connected, that there's just a thin veil, and if it were ever to lift, we would see the shining image of God in each and every one, the belovedness of each and every one. And yet, I forget that. Why do I forget that? Why do I look at my brother, my sister, my neighbor, my sibling, and forget that they are just as loved by God as I am? That they matter to God just as much as I do? Why do I look on others with contempt? Why do I want to exclude others so that I feel more included? Why? Why do we forget? I think the world wants us to forget. I think the world wants us to forget that we are deeply connected to one another, that we belong to each other, that we're responsible for each other, that God loves all of us unconditionally, equally. That's why in our baptismal vows we are called to renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, which would try to tell us that we are separate and against one another, that there's not enough for all of us to share in God's love and grace that's why we are called to claim the freedom and power god gives us to resist evil injustice and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves or that injustice is a result of our belief that we're not all children of god so my friends this morning we are going to come to the waters of baptism And we're going to be invited to come and take a glass bead from the waters as a reminder of what baptism is all about. And I hope that as you come forward and you take that bead and you feel that water dripping down your hand, that you will feel once again the depth of God's love for you, and it's never going away, and it is complete and perfect, and God delights in you. And I hope as those waters are dripping down your hand, you will feel that deep abiding connection with all humankind. That you will recognize your connectedness and my connectedness to each person walking the earth in this moment and the past or the future. And that together we will recommit ourselves to building that beloved community that Dr. King talked so eloquently about, where the kingdom of heaven is known on earth, where the abundance and belonging of God's kingdom is made possible here on earth. May this be a place where we can recommit ourselves to that kind of love, because God loves you, and God loves me, And God loves everyone unconditionally.